All right, we're also going to need matches. I'm sure we got matches yeah, we have matches around here somewhere, I'm sure. In the cabinet or on your No, Justine's got them. Should we open the door for Mike? Yeah, unlock the door. Oh, there's Mike. Should we open the door for the shortcut to the bathroom? Yeah, <laughs> yeah you can do that too. Hi, That's Chris. Nice to meet you. That's Hi. Justine. Nice to meet you, Mike. Hi, my name's Mutter. I didn't wash. Didn't Steve didn't, didn't, doesn't believe in washing the glasses. Oh, okay. uh, we can get that done really quick if we That's need to. That's true. Oh, yeah, you this one is washed, so we won't use this one. Okay. Uh, just so that everyone knows, Justine is not I, Justine. It's a different Justine. Why Justine? Um, there's another person who is known on the, inter on the interwebs. As Look I, Justine. The rock crack there. Oh. You're hotter than she is. Oh, that's sweet. No, you are. I saw her in the elevator my first night in San Francisco, really? by the way. Pull this up. Put this over there. Ah, excellent. So, uh, motor. Yes. How's it going? Uh, is this on? It is on. Ah, oh, jeez. So, uh, Justine's over there. It's like we've been doing this. Chris is over there. For a long time. I know. Mike, Mike, who invented putting raisin in a salad. You invented it. Oh, you're that yeah. Mike. A mid, a mid, a mid Mike. Yeah. Wow. That. We're, we're going to call him Mikeless Mike tonight. Mike-less. <laughs> well, eventually, you have to speak really loud. Eventually, yeah. Mike will have, have a mic. Eventually, Mike will have a mic. All right. Uh, well, we're just going to roll this because this is uh, this was going to be the show called One, but we're just going to ring the bell and. You're listening to Beer School. We're here to help you and your friends learn to like more than one kind of beer. There's lots of beers to like. Some beer is made right down the street from where you live, and others have to travel halfway around the world just to get to you. Learn why beer tastes like it does, how other styles came about, and all the beer that you won't be drinking tonight because... What's the best thing about Beer School, John? The homework. The homework! <laughs> wow! Holy crap. <laughs> okay, I just loud. took my headphones off because everybody else did. Anyway. I've never gotten headphones here, John. I know. That's because we haven't got the headphone thing figured out after a whole year uh, of doing this. A year? It's been a year. Has it been a year? One year, exactly. Happy we... birthday. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't want to pay the license fee for that. <laughs> that's why I only said two words. After all the other <laughs> things that we've paid licensing things for. I mean, not paid. Can we come up yeah, with our own happy birthday, like the yeah, yeah. Mexican restaurants? <laughs> like the Mexican, <laughs> like the taquerias, like the Italian place, like well, okay. TGI. Happy, 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 happy birthday. Happy, 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 happy birthday. Yeah, okay. Now that's okay. copyright us. What about Farrell's? Oh, Farrell's. Farrell's had a birthday song oh, yeah, when they Farrell's, brought out the right, gigantic yeah. trough of ice cream right, the, with all the circus animals buried in the ice the cream. The fat pig or the trough. Home. No, it's called the trough. Yeah, I think it was yeah. called the trough. They bring yeah. it out on the stretcher and their alarms would be going off. <laughs> <laughs> I miss those days. Oh, Farrell's <laughs> has a song, too. Yo, yeah, Farrell, we're out of business, I think is what Farrell's... <laughs> no. we've, been, we've been out of business for 20 years, I think it's Farrell's song. <laughs> and if Farrell's is still yeah. open, if, the, if there are any, you know, like, at the back corner of Carmichael somewhere, if Farrell's still, that's motorbeerschool.com. I don't even know what you guys are talking I about. No idea. Farrell's was a chain ice cream parlor. And the most greatest thing you could ever do if you were about eight years old was to have your birthday at Farrell's because you would order this thing called a trough that was served in a bigger than basketball sized stainless steel container. Oh, it's actually like, called a trough. Yeah, with like yeah. or something like or the zoo or something with like all these scoops of ice cream. So you could see each individual ball of ice cream. And then over all of that, <laughs> you know the little 
cir- circus animals that are about an inch and a half tall. The cookies. Those were all of No, 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 no. Plastic toys that kids <laughs> could choke on. <laughs> they were like stuck all over the place. And then when you'd order this, the staff would come running out with it on some sort of like a stretcher. And there were like fire alarms going off in the restaurant. Sparklers. And sparklers. Oh, yeah. That's the coolest thing I've ever heard. I never, had a birth- I never had a birthday at Farrell's, but my cousin did. It was pretty cool. But I didn't have a problem with that because there were no Farrell's up in uh, Northern California. Oh, my the God. In, there was one in San Mateo right by El Camino on Highway 92. We definitely don't have them in Louisiana. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Do we get um, little plastic circus animals with our absinthe No, tonight? we have dinosaurs. Let's <laughs> introduce our guest, John. All right, we're going to. So <laughs> to to my left and Motor's right. Is, we're not in stereo. It doesn't matter left and right. Okay, to <laughs> the listener's left. <laughs> even though you're in mono, you don't have mono. You're just in mono. <laughs> it's Justine. The writer's strike is still on, isn't it, John? <laughs> It's Justine. Justine is from Steve and Justine. Yes. AKA Gabby and Justine. Yes. So we've we've collectively had the three of you on the show. But never together. Are we really well, like different pre- or are we all the same person? It's like the president and vice president. <laughs> it's like um, we could never have Sean and Jesse on at the same time. It's oh. like Michael Jackson and his sister. Okay. The, Which uh, one? The one. The that, one in the pornos. No, the one that oh. the one that had the wardrobe malfunction. Michael Jackson has a sister in porno. Janet. Janet. Yeah. No. Janet no. And, Janet LaToya and Michael. Are the same. Oh yeah, Latoya. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, I remember Latoya. Not attractive porn. <laughs> Janet and Michael were always were legend to be the same because you never saw them on the stage at exactly the same time. And they, when Michael had an album, how do we know it wasn't Janet? And, and when Janet and had Jermaine. an album. Anyway, well, what I'm, anyway, my the theory was not my theory was that they were the same person. Mm. It's possible. Yeah, is Janet the youngest? No, I All think right, Randy we're, we're, no, 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 is the no, youngest. We're not going to talk about them. We're going to talk about something even funner. The rest of our guests. The rest of our guests. So to uh, the right of motor, which is to the left of you. Wait, no, to the right of the you. Way. Right in mono, everyone. <laughs> Um, it's Mike who invented putting raisin in a salad. Hey, Mike. The toasted raisins. Thank you so much. Good to see you all tonight. Ooh, toasted raisins. That toasted sounds kind of like pork. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta love it. Gotta there was a lot it. of technology involved in learning how to toast raisins. Yeah, a lot of iron, a lot of skillet. <laughs> and then, love. and then to the right of Mike, my the- left, John. <laughs> <laughs> if you do this. That's left. Yeah, that's yeah. also loser. That's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we gotta, no, this is loser. That's left. Okay. Yeah, we got to take the mirrors off the ceiling here uh, and the pink champagne off the ice. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, anyway, to the right or the left, depending on which way you're uh, oriented, it's Chris, and Chris has come from uh, Nolens. Well, Baton Rouge. Baton Rouge. Baton Almost. Rouge, yeah. All right. So does that sure. mean bat, rat's mouth? No, it means a red stick. A oh, red stick. Okay. Yes. Isn't that a Unix thing? Oh, that's no? Red Hat. Okay. The dance Red Hats. <laughs> <laughs> I think the Indians invented the concept much, much before Unix. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone's like, okay, what the hell? <laughs> so today, we, we've been talking about beer for an entire year. Like nonstop. 43 episodes of beer. 
So we've decided to mix it up just a little bit. No, actually, a lot. And we're going to talk about a, 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 a product that hasn't been available legally in the United States since 1912. Ooh. Was that when you were like 10, John? <laughs> yes, that's when I was like 10. <laughs> exactly. July 25th, 1912, the Department of Agriculture issued food inspection decision number 147, and that was that it banned absinthe from the United States of America. So until that, from that time, until December the 21st, 2007, 2007. absinthe has not been available legally in the United States. Now, you know, we've been talking about absinthe once in a while on the show, as if we ignore that. Law. (laughs) Air quotes and great big quotes. Decision 147. We did not know that that was was even a thing. And so we've had bootleg homebrew brought in by a Cessna, uh, snuck in from using a suitcase, put into different bottles, brought over from Mexico, smuggled in on a boat from (laughs) Cuba, all kinds of absinthe we've been trying this last year in anticipation of this show. I had some in a hollowed-out moose that was brought across the Canadian border in northern, northern Idaho. Oh, yeah, moose absinthe. (laughs) Mmm, moosey. (laughs) Mmm, tastes like moose. (laughs) Anyway, so this was a pre-prohibition ban. Um, The idea of this was is that Absinthe was known as the Green Fairy. La Fée Verte. La Fée Verte. Now, why was it called that? Because it made you see green fairies? Maybe. Maybe it's because it's green a little bit. Well, I would say that uh, it's based on, I mean, it's herbal, right? Right. So it's got a lot of herbs in it. And it is green. Oh, but not all absinthe is green. You this know is that. sort of brownish. This uh, there are about. red absinths and blue absinths and yellow absinths and um, black absinths okay. even. Ooh. Well, it's licorice flavored, right? Kind of. It tastes like anise, yes, yeah. a black licorice. Yeah. Instead of the other one. Although that has, you know, all the different absinths have very, various intensities of licorice-iness as well. How does... And you can say, I don't know, because we say that a lot on the show. How do you get the different colors? It has to do with the herb that you use. And some of it is artificially added. It's not always. Yeah, it's not always (laughs) natural. (laughs) The bright blue absinthe, no color in nature. I have a bottle at home that's uh, the the hills that I didn't bring in. There's a reason. I could have brought in some Windex. (laughs) (laughs) Same color. It's it's absinthe. It's it's a a lovely green shade, but Mm. it's a little... Harsh? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, so in 1913, uh, excuse me, July 13th, 1907, Harper's Weekly wrote, The growing consumption in America of absinthe, the green curse of France, has attracted the attention of the Department of Agriculture, and an investigation has been ordered to determine to what extent it is being manufactured in this country. Did you say the green curse of France? The green curse of France. That's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) So evidently this was the the green curse of France. Well, it was outlawed in France and Europe before it was outlawed in... The U.S. Okay. 
And uh, you know, this is part of the growing, the growing part of prohibition, where pretty much everybody was getting on the bandwagon of banning everything that was potentially fun or dangerous or good for you. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, and you, it, it's a who's who of everybody. You know, Prince Edward Island, nineteen hundred to nineteen forty-eight, nineteen forty-two, Russia, uh, and the so. For former Soviet Union, uh, 1914 to 1925. Iceland, like there's anything else to do there. Um, oh, the Iceland Board of Trade is going to come down on 1915 to 19... from the show. <laughs> no, no, no. They, they only lasted seven years. The shortest of all the prohibition. Uh, 1916 to 1927, Norway uh, banned wine and beer. Uh, 1918, or uh, 1919, uh, well, there's the shortest one right there. Uh Hungary decided that it was no, like it, it wasn't hungry for absinthe. No, it wasn't hungry decided. for absinthe. Uh, 1919 to 1932, Finland uh, had prohibition, and then from 1920 to 1933, the United States, even though it actually started in 1918, but the it took them a while to fully get everybody uh, beaten down. Well, it's government. Yeah, government. Things takes take a, a while. while. Yeah, <laughs> just like the DMV. <laughs> They're a bit slow there. And your tax return, you know. I am. Gave Are you one of those people who've already gotten in, waiting for the return? My husband is very organized. Wow! <laughs> oh, as everyone remembers just, from the I, show, I just got two ten ninety nines in the mail yesterday <laughs> from my clients. You're a bit on the ball. <laughs> so um, that's what we kind of know about the beginning of absinthe. So it was. It's just now become available in the United States legally. And what do we know about this version of? quote absinthe with the air quotes this has a less than 10 percent thujone content i believe it's actually is less the, than it can't be 10 percent. no yeah it's less gotta be than, like trace right is it less than one percent yeah it's less than one percent okay it's a really i mean basically it has to be undetectable mm. by modern right lab equipment although one thing that we did notice is that that does actually cover most absinths because the thujone content, while it can, you know, I mean, one percent of thujone content is really, 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 really strong. Yeah, it is and really almost strong. no absinths that are made have that percentage. Well, what what precisely is thujone? Thujone is a um, a chemical compound that's related to THC, and it is what makes absinthe. Give you nice dreams. Very-ish. Yes. <laughs> the molecular formula is C10H16O. Oh. It has a molar man. mass. It has That's a molar formula. mass of 152.23 <laughs> grams per mole. Uh, after the first year, are we putting more school in beer school here? <laughs> <laughs> can you, can now, you what's the teacher going to look up a, Can you do a little model of that? What's the, the teacher going to look like this year? Now, what you have to realize <laughs> is that, you know, so it's it bonds very well with water, which is why it gets all milky. Yeah. And so that the molecules H2O kind of fit into the various um, and synthesize with that particular molecule. What's that effect called? That milky effect? I forgot. Loosh. Loosh. Yeah, L-O-O-S-H. Loosh. Loosh. And it's actually not spelled that way. That's the pronunciation. It's L-U-C-H-E. L-U-C-H-E. So not Luchi. <laughs> Luche. <laughs> or Luche. 
And so the reason why sugar goes very well with it is sugar is, I think, C6H12O6. That's correct. So sugar bonds wow. very well with that molecule as well. It's the kinkiest beer school we've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> it's beer school Ocam. Next oh. week, how to make speed. <laughs> <laughs> no, we've got, I've got the distillation notes right here. I mean, I, technically, this is the weird thing. I can't talk about this. Mm. This part here. Yeah, I true. thought you knew everything, John, once you looked it up MFA, on Wikipedia. I'm confused. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no this, is the, this is the one part because from a, from a home brewing point of view, we can brew wine, we can brew beer, we can distill lemonade to be uh, electric lemonade, but we cannot do a distillation. Right. Technically, it's illegal to make gin or... Well, no, not technically. It is <laughs> Whiskey in your home. You have yeah. to be licensed by, get this... The tobacco, firearms, and alcohol division. ATF. ATF. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's like, how do those three things go together? They're all dangerous. Those are the people that blew up Waco, right? Yeah. Those guys. Sweet. Sweet. <laughs> you were that's close to home. Yeah. <laughs> so we've got, what, three producers now in the United States that are selling absinthe at the start? There's I think the only St. George's actually makes... Absent. Right. Everybody else. Is Everybody important. else imports. Okay. So the other two that are available, one is from France and one is from Switzerland. Mm -hmm. France, the the, full, the country of the Green Death or whatever it was. The just Green, Curse. Green, Green Curse. Yes, <laughs> yes. They have revoked or they they had a they had a seance or something, yeah. and the curse has been removed because they won World Cup rugby this year. No, that's because it's the because Boston Lance Armstrong kept beating them, and we had they had to have something, so they He's took their more, absinthe back. He's you know, more. if it wasn't for our non-explicit tag, I'd explain how Lance Armstrong cheated. <laughs> I'm just going to say this. <laughs> I'm just going to say this. He is more aerodynamic. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so. <laughs> so um. We have our St. George's Absinthe. Yes, the beautiful bottle. Now, there's a funny story about the label. Um, it took Lars quite a while to get this label approved, and there's all this space in the label. And originally, um, because the ATF is very sensitive to what the label is supposed to be, there were all these other elements in the label that he, he had to take out because they were so drug references. Yeah. If you get the t-shirt from St. George's, you'll see the original label as it was meant to be. Because nice. the ATF can't regulate shirts. Yes, yes. That's <laughs> is that why I have an AK, Surprisingly. Is that why I have an AK-47 malt liquor shirt? Mm -hmm. <laughs> brewery? Yeah. And also that my, came with a pack of smokes. <laughs> <laughs> and my... Uh, uh, the Uber Tuber shirt and all those other well, and the chronic And the chronic shirt. Yes. Ah, uh, the chronic. The chronic cannot be, well, it's a sad story, the chronic. It is. I agree. So I was going to open it now. Shall we listen for the pop? Yeah. It has a cork in it. So. Ooh. And the waft of absinthe filling the air. It smells delicious. And for the kids at home, we have a lot of hardware on the table here today. Yes. In the studio. We have matches. Yes, there's going to be fire, baby. Fire. Fire, fire, fire alcohol. Are you sure that's not a bomb? <laughs> no. Yes. Certainly. Um, and if you want to look it up, the URL for St. George is stgeorgespirits.com with no spaces or hyphens or anything. And if you don't know how to spell George, uh, you shouldn't be on the internet. 
nor spirits or uh, oh, it's it's st for saint just to clarify mm-hmm. so we don't get any hate mail that's motor pierce oh, just so y'all get this it's a monkey holding a bone and ringing a bell is the label just so everybody mm-hmm. understands that yeah it's in a classic glass apothecary bottle yeah. well, so it even looks it's, help- it's helpful it yes, means. it's good for you. It well, helps you digest. Well, you know, <laughs> it does look like something that you would see in a 19 or turn of the century. Uh, where you would get your unguents and creams. Where you would get your, well, or your bleach. <laughs> or your opiate. Or your bleach. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no, no. The bleach, the, the bleach was, a, was a regulated substance, and it wasn't sold just to anybody. You had to go yeah. and ask for it because the stuff had to go in a glass bottle, and it had to get transported and you know, they didn't have plastics the same way that we do that last forever. <laughs> Thank God, because what would we keep our landfills full and healthy of? Oh, no. So we should try. So there's a, there's a bunch of ways that, that absinthe can be enjoyed. Yes. Which and shall we do first? I think that we should do mm, traditional. The traditional method. All right. So that is with the fountain. Now, um, I bought my fountain set on the net absintheonthenet.com and uh, it's he sells whole sets glasses, spoons, and sugar along with the fountain now the fountain has two spigots and um, a green fairy on the top you pour in your serving of absinthe I'm only going to do a little bit (laughs) (laughs) You take your spoon, put it on top, you put your sugar on top of the spoon, and you set the drip to very carefully, very slowly dissolve the sugar one drop at a time. So it must be a very precision valve. That's why they're two spigots. One right. uh, one is fast and one is not so fast? No. So you can do two at a time. Yes. Oh, I get you. Yeah. Right. I- so. Mine. Too fast. Yeah, yes. this better be fantastic because it looks like it's going to take a while. So that's part well, no, of the joy of yeah. drinking yeah. absinthe is that it's a process. You know, it's really good for you. Um, and it also ensures that you don't kill yourself by ingesting <laughs> too much absinthe <laughs> at a time because it is very high in alcohol content. How high? Well, this is 60%. This is 60%. It's very strong. And 20 proof? Yeah. I can smell it from here. Yeah. And you'll see it's already starting to cloud up. As the water emulsifies the absinthe, it starts to loosh. And um, so. This is just water in the fountain, correct? Yeah. Just cold water in the fountain. Typically, there's some ice in there as well. Um, at uh, And the, the spoon is your typical absinthe spoon. It's just got some holes poked into it. It's a flat spoon that sits across the rim of the glass. And the glass is a thick in uh, in looking at this i found that there was all kinds of styles of this that yes people kind of went out of their way to make different hole patterns and yes so there are spoons in the shape of the eiffel tower and spoons that have words etched into them um so absinthe spoon art is its own collectible I hobby 
I see a beer school absence spoon. <laughs> Special. <laughs> I see a beer school absinthe yeah. fountain. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So there are fountains where there's this one. Um, if you go to Flora in Oakland, mm-hmm. they serve absinthe there, and they have a fountain, um, and the base is a silver lady holding the bowl mm-hmm. of the um, fountain, and there are actually five spigots. That's a party fountain. Yes. Five spigots <laughs> on the um, – <laughs> All right, so the sugar has all been dissolved. We close that, and then you take. So is this the? This is known as the French method. Yes, this is the French traditional method. So would we call that the freedom method now? (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that's a really old joke. Yeah, sorry. Okay, let's see if I learned anything. Some juice. So now the absinthe has gone from this chartreusey color to this milky, greenish, whitish, with a lot of sugar on the bottom um, color. You know, it is a lot like the color of green chartreuse in the bottle. Mm-hmm. Could you pass me the video recording device? Oh yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. It's actually just the still recording device. Oh, it doesn't it? Doesn't no, no. Video. You can flip it to movie. Mm-hmm. So. Wow, this this could be a first for beer school. We're yeah, gonna have some, we're gonna have some, some motion video. going on here. You gotta have to turn on the uh, the, the the drop. I know. I'm, he I'm going wants to the get process. it set first. Yeah. Yeah. Well, see. So, so now motor's turning on the little. Uh, You're tightening. Oh. Yeah. Lefty tightening. Lucy. <laughs> That's right. Still turning it. Still this is good nothing. video. Yeah. Still nothing coming out. Uh, oh. Oh, too much. Too fast. Drip, 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 drip. There, there, you there go. we go. We should have music with a beat. I think <laughs> if you had an absent bar, you would have a beat that would regulate the music. <laughs> and maybe some lines <laughs> that uh, strobe uh, to that. Usually absinthe uh, bars are full of posters of absinthe, so I suppose that counts. The whole sort well, of blues check involved. thing. Definitely Van Halen <laughs> should be involved. Well, if there ever was a, a uh, drink that Van Halen should be involved in, it would be, it would be absinthe. Why is that? I don't feel absinthe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've heard that joke before, and it still makes me laugh. Thank you. You're welcome. So we've got two cooking up here now. There's probably also a whole set of of like traditions, like don't move the spoon while you're while you're milking the uh, absinthe. I've never, you know, Pierre never yelled at me for that, so I think you're okay. Who's Pierre? Pierre is the fabulous bartender at the Flores Cafe in Brussels, which has over 300 different kinds of absinthe. thought that absinthe was illegal in most of the world. It's not. Not in Europe. Hmm. It's perfectly legal. We uh, went to an absinthe bar in Amsterdam. And we always go to Flores, which is right across the street in the same alley as the Delirium Cafe. They don't open till 8 p.m. during the week. That's I true. I found that out the hard way. But they close <laughs> at 3. <laughs> but if you're taking the last Eurostar out of town back to London, you don't get to go there. <laughs> <laughs> the, good, the good news is that they are open every day now. It used to be they were only open Wednesday through Saturday. So that's good. Um, the Flores Cafe is also a um, – they have – different kinds of vodka from all over the world, whiskey and rum. So it's the hard liquor equivalent 
of the Delirium Cafe. Now, Motors is much more milky yes. than yours. Is Motor that- put um, used more water to uh-huh. melt his sugar, and he's got a different shaped glass. I mean, just like with beer, it's going to affect. So, if you pour the Pilsner into a pint glass, you'll get more a, head. You'll get a different tasting Pilsner than if you would in a. <laughs> well, you'll this, get more head. This looks like limeade. From for those of us used to this one, like sort of. Yep, yours is definitely milkier. All right, shall we? I guess we should pass the fountain or something. Well, does does everyone want to do it fountain way, or no. do you want to? Well, I just want to try what that tastes like. Oh, you can hear. Okay, thanks. Yeah. Uh, how much? How much water should? How many parts water should you add to? To your taste. To your taste. Um, this is actually a little strong for me, but. You, know, you can always add a bit more water. You can always add more water. That's because you're a gentle flower. Aw, that's yeah, so I don't sweet. like the look on your face, Motor. It doesn't, doesn't look like a pleasant look. Oh, no, it's a good look. Is it? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I like how the bitey, the little tinglys go across my tongue after tasting it. Mm. And it's really, um, the smell really comes out, too. Uh, it's very released by the louche. Yeah. Yeah, mine, there's definitely a, pass that around, John. There's definitely a big circle. There's definitely a difference in just tasting this without preparing it. You know, mm-hmm. I really <laughs> just chucking it out of the bottle. It's not. <laughs> Did you do a straight shot? <laughs> have you ever done? Have you ever tried it? Yes, without preparing that's it? Czech style. Okay, yeah. but it's not that good. No, no, that's I mean, why like, you do it in a shot glass. Yeah. I really don't like licorice, but I really like this. I am not a big fan of licorice either. This, um, I, I mean, mm-hmm. I, but I do like anisette. This is much and better. I do like. Um, but this is pretty good. Yeah, see, it's stronger, <laughs> right? More, less water. Well, what's yeah. interesting is that the lighter one has is the same heavy anise, mm-hmm. but it's more floral. Yes, yeah. yes, mm-hmm. you're yeah. right. So there is something to this idea of pre- preparing it, building yes. it, letting it letting it grow up. Yeah, and for you know those of us who are kind of obsessive compulsive, the whole process of it, it's kind of like you know, I mean, it really feeds into the addict way of doing things there's a there's a ritual there's a ritual you go through you know and that's important now now once once we've done this this is not going to change in flavor as it sits in the glass it does it It does yes it'll it'll open up somewhat yes it mellows out it's definitely a sipping it's not you know it's meant to be enjoyed over a long period of time Mm -hmm. so other than the czech way what are this is the french way so we have the czech way which we can do. Are we interested in that? Yeah, we can just put it in that little glass right there. Okay. Yeah. The one with the uh, the one that looks like the tiniest pint glass this one? ever. Yeah. Okay. I think this might Which be best like the being punched in the face. Or two, or two different, uh, oh yeah. All right. Oh, but it does still have the sugar in it. Yes. Now the okay. nice thing about absinthe on the net is that you get all of this. Um, you get sugar cubes, which are in the shape of playing card suits, diamonds, hearts, <laughs> clubs, and. Spades. Green clover. <laughs> By the way, for the people at home, the first picture of that is my thumb holding up the piece of white paper behind the glasses of absinthe. <laughs> all right, so now who's going to – I'm not doing check style, not my favorite. <laughs> I'm totally doing check style. All right, all right. So we'll we'll just clear Excuse this. Do you, do you take a shot, like a, a shot? shot? So you put your absinthe uh, – you put your sugar – Pour absinthe into your shot glass. Put your sugar on your spoon. You dip it. Get it all muddled up, all alcoholy. You take your fire. Fire, fire, fire. <laughs> ATF style. Uh, you right. light it. Light it. Uh, yeah, that was pretty cool. Uh, oh, sweet. 
<clears throat> you know, like, it's like burning. Burn it. Uh, yeah. Uh, is it it's, on? You can see it going. Is it you going? You just don't see a flame. Yeah, it's totally. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's oh, yeah. Bubbling <laughs> out. <laughs> so then you blow it out and you mix it up. And then you shoot it <laughs> and you burn your mouth. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to check it out. <laughs> this is probably um, not enough absinthe. Sorry. That's but. okay. I'm... And you shoot it. Lime. <laughs> All the sugar <laughs> stuck to the bottom. <laughs> Viva la Prague. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. That's strong, huh? The, um, never had this sensation before. Although John was discussing it the other night. Just the front, if you put a smiley face on the front of my tongue, just like right here, on the horizontal, not the... Not the not the top of my tongue, but around the front of my tongue, it's tingling. Oh. I had the exact same feel. I did straight straight along the front. Yeah, it's exactly correct. Oh. And when I shot it, it wasn't going to the front of my tongue. It was no, going all the way to the back. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hand me one of those again. I want to experience this tingle. Do you want oh one of the, oh one of these? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. okay. That is really interesting. Wow, I think I'm going blind now. <laughs> is so that, is that so? We'll talk about that. Is that is that real? Is that fake? Is it? Is it to be believed? It was right-wing propaganda from the early 1900s. True that. <laughs> that these absinthe were, would make you blind? The, yeah, well, the no, no. That these, guys were always, these guys were crazy anyway. Crazy. All the guys that, that, that are listed as the, as the, uh, the big absinthe. Um, Nut jobs were crazy Nut in jobs. the first place. Van Gogh, Monet, Oscar Wilde, Picasso, Hemingway, Edgar Allan Poe, Sherlock Holmes, Oscar Wilde. I already said that. Uh, Oscar Wilde, Sherlock Holmes. Wasn't you lying. forgot. <laughs> <laughs> you forgot the two lovers, Verlaine and Rambo. Verlaine actually claimed that absinthe killed him, and he wrote a poem about absinthe. I have it right here. I think. How can you claim that something killed you? Oh well, Verlaine was just a mess. He was okay. a hot mess. Okay. So you know, a blame absinthe. <laughs> <laughs> blame blame absinthe if you want. He had other issues. I don't think I have this poem. Do we have this poem? Xanadu to Kubla Khan, a stately pleasure dome decree where out the no. sacred river ran. It starts with absinthe. absinthe. And that's all that I know. Oh. <laughs> I, think I, that, I think I read that in junior high. Yes. Um, he he wrote it in a cafe while he, when he had too much absinthe. And, and Rambo happened to be there. They all hung out together. Rambo. Rambo, yes. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the San Francisco Chronicle, when absinthe first came back on the market did a very good article yes getting everything sort of wrapped up and together about all this and if i did any show prep at all today you would have read it i would have reread the article mm. i didn't know i, I read it too it was show. a very good article <laughs> yeah. i agree you know they this do some of the you, best liquor name. recording <laughs> uh, liquor reporting in the san francisco chronicle especially now that jay brooks gets to write some stuff about beer every now and then well <laughs> yes that's some quality writing oh ram uh, Rimbaud. Rambo. Yeah, I know, but it's, it's R I N B A U D. Rimbaud. Yes. This is why I can never. Yeah. I've never gone to France because I don't want to. Oh, I can see the smoke. murder the language. I can see the smoke rising to the ceiling. Yeah. Oh. Van Gogh was Vincent Van Gogh. Cannot oh, blame sad. his his uh, his stuff his uh, craziness on on absolutely. No, Van Gogh can't, but uh, I think many, a few others can. 
True. So now we're lighting but the, these are, uh, the these, heart-shaped cube on All fire. these famous people were pretty much before the ban of absinthe uh, what, happened across the world. What does the, uh, the caramelizing part of this do? You know, I have no idea. And if you were to ask any true absinthe drinker, they don't drink it this way. It's, it's presentation. Yeah, and it's, it's just, you, you know, it's the fact that you shoot it. You don't really, I mean, it's, again, absinthe is made right. to be sipped. You know, mm -hmm. it's not made to be shot. So you're same. not really getting the milky loose out of it or anything like there that. There it goes. There's this is similar to when you take and light rum on fire. This is a much bigger fire. piece of them. You know, right. when, where you take rum and put it in sugar and you get that that same concept of... Well, it also could be just another pleasurable way to ritual because yeah. this is a, this is a ritual based drink it seems. Yeah, you definitely. Know? Now, um, I don't think the the other way that we do it um, at the Flores Cafe is that you smoke you smoke it, <laughs> which I don't think we have the appropriate. That's funny. I oh, just we're brought we're a blunt. Yeah, so. we're from, <laughs> no, we don't. We don't have the. We uh, don't have a pipe. We don't have the the. Uh, the, oh man! The, the tower. <laughs> we don't Jeez have the Louise. tower. I'd much rather shoot it than smoke it. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the the absinthe pipe, which you can also get at absinthe on the net, um, is it looks like a, a it's a glass pipe and it has Ooh. this little bowl, and you put. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, <Wow>. isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you and put pack a punch. yeah, sixty percent. You pack it, you put the you put the absinthe in the bowl. You light the bowl on fire, and while the absinthe is still on fire, you suck it out of the pipe and you drink it while it's on fire. Have it's you usually done that before? no, but I did watch Roger Davis do it, and it was quite amusing. It sounds fun. It's usually something relegated to um, teenagers on a dare, because again, hence the participant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure he doesn't listen. <laughs> I'd do it. I would totally do it. I would do it, too. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so one of the things that this is saying in the pipe ritual is that you put it on ice. At the florist, they don't do that. I suppose that you could. Yeah. It would cool it, you know, before it goes searing down your throat. <laughs> <laughs> I think you only put it on ice if you're chicken. Oh, and I think the one thing um, I remember them saying, as the bartenders are preparing this pipe for you, they say, okay, take a deep breath. Don't exhale. Because then, of course, everything will light on fire, right? Oh, right. Like if you right. exhale, all you know, the alcohol. Your face you, yes. Oh, I totally want, so I totally just want to do this. It, just take a deep, yeah, totally take a deep this. exhale, and then just breathe in and suck it up. One thing that's really interesting after the Czech style shot is I'm not feeling a really big burn down my throat. Mm -hmm. You know, like you would from a whiskey or a bourbon or something right. like that. It's really it, it, it doesn't burn, which is. For such a high alcohol some, drink, yeah, can surprising. I try one of those? Oh fancy yeah, style sure. Shots? That's why this is medicinal. That's if right. it was bad for you, it would burn. <laughs> this is healing my throat. Man, we could have used some of this over the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a there's yet another way that this can be done intravenously. <laughs> and that's just um that's that's yeah. that's just that's just no, no, with just the give, just, water yeah just, just add give some me water. one of those little that's what um gifties. they call a at, on the saint george's site it's called a frappe all right 
So it's a little bit of absinthe in the glass. That's enough. My goodness, that's 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 a lot of absinthe, John Foster. (laughs) Here, give me one of those other glasses. Here, put it in here. Oh yeah, good idea. Okay. Okay. No, a little bit more. Yeah. Okay. There we go. There you go. That's exactly what I was. You're gonna get a big shot, dude. Fantastic. (laughs) So, um, hand me the ice. As you can see, the ice is melted, and we just take a cube, drop it in there. And then this is going to spin around. Now, the, the coolest thing about the absinthe is that ice actually sinks to the bottom of the glass. Well, it does. That's yeah. awesome. um, physically, that's how water and alcohol work. The huh. water is heavier than the alcohol, so it sinks to the bottom. And as the ice melts and re- becomes um, water, Un- underneath, then it, that's how the louche happens. Yeah. Hmm. And you can In actually this watch style. this. You can actually watch this change in colors. It's kind of a and I believe a there's actually a video problem. even on the St. George's site, um, and there will be one on beerschool.com too. Of equal professional quality, I'm sure. I'm sure we may need we may need a little bit more ice. You have it at your disposal. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I could run out to the ice house. No, we don't have to do that. We don't have an intern right now. We need a new intern. Do you pay the intern? No, the intern no. gets the no. only thing the, the, intern, the intern gets, gets is to beer. drink. Does the do the interns get their own Glock? No, they have to share a Glock. <laughs> <laughs> in, in in the in the case of the last intern, we only had one, so she didn't have to share. And she was good. Yeah. She might even be back on the show. <gasps> Rosie reunion too. No, she's, she said that she wanted to do some more in a row. I'm like, all right. And she's made absinthe. That's right. Kids, look back at the, uh, what was it, class reunion? Class reunion. Give the recipe uh, for absinthe. Or, Without having to distill it. Yeah. How it was, did she, was it brewed? No, she, she took some parts, some, some things that were already made. Ah. She basically she's took a mixologist. What, 151 and infused it. 151 and infused it with a bunch of stuff. Wow. Sounds dangerous. Ah, uh, this is getting to be you very... You rosy. This is very, very... <laughs> this is very, very nicely colored. I'm going to take another photograph of this. Hmm. What's wow. the Pantone on that, John? Uh, that's a tradition that died. That's because the that's because that guy stole the dang Pantone wheel. <laughs> when he left, he took it with him. You should get the little digital meter that you point at something oh, yeah, and push a button do. and it tells you the number. That's true. We need one of those. All right, anybody who works at Pantone, send us a Pantone reader thinger. We've never gotten steaks at Quahog Clams. No, but we did get a present. So um, this can be opened. It's only to beer school and John Foster. It's not to me. No, no, it's to beer school. It's to beer school. Do we, we get an award? No, we got a present. Aww. It's a book. <clears throat> hey, John and Motor. My name's Paul. I love beer school. You two are doing a great thing with your show. My favorite episode episode so far have been the Prohibition series, Brewing a Sustainable Community, and what other show that was that ended with Digital Underground. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Since Whee! this thing I've been open to explore any beer and I can get my hands on, start to appreciate and enjoy beer rather than, not just, than drink it. I'm a senior at Emerson College in Boston and turn my friends on to lots of different beers they wouldn't have been exposed to otherwise. I've even recruited some more listeners. My lips are strangely heavy right now. Yeah, isn't that weird? 
Absolutely. I was browsing through a used bookstore today, and this jumped out at me. I thought of the show while flipping through it and figured you guys would enjoy this. Let me know what you think. John, is your panel discussion from the Commonwealth <laughs> Club available online? That's oh. strange. I asked the same thing recently. Yeah, it is, actually. I don't know if it's up yet. I read about it on the Pixelcore forums, and I'd love to hear it if it is. Thanks again for a great show. Here's to many more episodes. Sincerely, Paul at the Diamond Center. No, Paul. P.S. Rocking now, not later. Cool. The International Book of Beer Labels, Mats and Coasters. Right on. Okay. Can the cameras get this? No, oh, yeah. We'll get a picture of it later. Yeah, we'll get a picture of it later. I'm just going to read the book for the rest of the show. It's pretty cool. Yeah, you relax. Point to all the beers that you've drunk. Um, Point to all the drunks you've beered. <laughs> that's true. You know, if I could ever get my old hypercard stack back up, I could go through <laughs> my, uh, my road, all the, all the uh, brew pubs I went to in the late 80s. Strangely, out of all the things that we've tried so far, the the absinthe on ice the frappe the frappe is the is what's really making me happy right now. Well, I'll tell you, my tongue was on fire for like eight seconds. Do you also have the smiley face tongue sensation? Yes, yes. it's weird. It doesn't. The bottom of your tongue, you don't feel anything. It's just there's like a line at the tip of your tongue, mm-hmm. and right above that, there's a tingle. Wow. And and I can't shoot whiskey or. Bourbon, bourbon it, vodka. I've no. been known to spit it back in the yeah, face of the it's person because who of that burn the shot. right here. Yeah, and that it burned for like a, a nanosecond, but not enough to bother me. It's actually fantastic. This book's cool. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, trains, trains. <laughs> <laughs> uh, John, could you toss a little ice into my goblet oh, yeah. here? So that oh I yeah, go ahead. Work this thing. I trust your fingers. Sure. <laughs> Wow. Bring I feel that. I'm sharing a moment. Yeah, We're sharing a moment. Yeah. Another touching beer school. Uh, <laughs> I touched Motor's ice. <laughs> Book? Or shall I set it aside? Oh, no, set me? it aside. I'll see it in a minute. Okay. Um, all right. So, um, absinthe warnings. Too much will make you fail. In? <laughs> Kind of an I have no plan for later this evening, so I'm not worried. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Well, this is this goes along with uh, the this goes along with the underachievers theory. Uh, you can't fail if you don't try. It's oily to the touch. Mm. It was like running down the side and I'm like wipe some off. It was sort of like so. I think if you if you have too much, then you how have you failed? Um, because you're probably passed out drunk. Well, that's true. In the street, well, you know, it is sixty percent. <laughs> it's the well, it's the idea that there's two things that are going on: all the all the spices and all of the the uh, spices, herbs, and herbs, and the alcohol. They're doing two things to you. Yes. So you've got this double buzz going on. Yes. You've got the buzz that's making you really clearly coherent, and then the buzz that's going. Yeah, I don't have any ambitions anymore. <laughs> I learned that soon after college. I don't see what absent has to do with that. It's a lot like chartreuse. It is a lot like oh, yeah. chartreuse. And I'm I agree. A huge fan of chartreuse. Oh, but being it's, from the South, right? Or just that is where I discovered yeah. it. But the so it's like chartreuse with more of a kick. Yeah. So a lot of the licorice type mm, of drinks, like chartreuse enough. and Jägermeister, were invented because absinthe was illegal. So that's where most of those other licorice green kind of... Like, well, no, Fernet was around prior to... And set was also yeah. because of absinthe was Pernod. not legal. Pernod. Yes, exactly. So all of these... All of these... Liquors were trying to replace 
the absinthe. Trying to work around the regulations. Nothing can really substitute for that. Well, I know that I know that there's a lot of drinks from history that were lost in time because there was no absinthe available in the United States. So, for example, um, if our mixologist would have been here tonight, we would have had some really fantastic things to go along with the absinthe. Um, Like Little Smokies? (laughs) She's not a – that's not the mixologist that she is. I was going to (laughs) say. A mixologist made drinks. Yeah. Anyway, so she has a whole bunch of recipes that uh, are fabulous, and the idea is that the that the absinthe used as a bitters mm. makes for oh, wow. very tasty drinks, yeah. rather than using. I could see that yeah. it would Lines, make a like pretty good. Syrup, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's that like makes jellyfish. sense. Yeah. Like jellyfish <laughs> in my glass. There's two so there's this yeah. really cool glass that St. George's had made. Um, it has two bubbles in the stem. Mm-hmm. So like you have a glass here and there's a bubble and there's a bubble and then the actual bell of the glass. You pour absinthe in the bottom and you pour water in the top bubble and the water sinks to the bottom and that and then it circles into the absinthe and it, that's how it luches. Oh, wow. It's very cool. So you don't have to swirl it. It does it itself. Almost like a chemist. Yes, it looks out. extremely cool. Wow, we'll have to get one of those. Well, motor, motor's glass, we've got the two uh, pieces of ice, and as the ice is melting, it's, you can just see the water just falling down, and it is like jellyfish tentacles. Yeah. Mm. And the, the luge yep. is building up you know, from, from, the, from bottom. the bottom up toward that, and it's really um, amazing to see. I wish put Pink Floyd on. You know, the lights in this room are too bright right now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. So some of the other myths of absence are that you'll hallucinate. Yeah, I've had that happen to me. But really? I don't know that it was because of the absence. I, I would say it's probably alcohol poisoning, John, but you know. Uh, you know, there could have been. Well, no, the the thing was is that a friend of mine made and we were sampling uh, homemade absinthe with undisputed wormwood. Mm. So instead of being... Instead of being this, you know, zeroed out just for flavor wormwood, it was, mm-hmm. you know, it was the full strength. And so the, the Joan was coming through, I yeah. think, maybe. It's hard to know. What is wormwood? Explain this to me. It's word, it's word, uh. Too much absinthe. Wormwood is a, an herb. It's, um, it's like a bush, kind of like rosemary or um, thyme. So okay. um, it's and you, I think you extract from the leaves. Is that right? I'm looking it up right now. He's got the paper version of the internet in front of him. Exactly. Because the computer <laughs> to his right is just no. Far there's a too rule convenient. we can't we can't use computers on this show. Yeah, no, no computers. This is a low tech show, except well, for t- the podcast yeah. bit. The, Plus, we wouldn't be able to cut down a bunch of trees. But I'm going to need an iPod Touch, and I don't think he said I can't use iPod Touches on the show. You can use that. That's fine. <laughs> so I'd be going. Um, so my, my theory about hallucinating while you're on absinthe is that that was caused by the laudanum that they added <laughs> to the drink. Because what used to happen, you saw how when I did it check style, you actually dipped the sugar into mm-hmm. the absinthe well what they used to do is they dropped laudanum onto a few drops onto the sugar and then you add your water and you mix it in so 
That's yeah, right. Yeah, that would have made the experience very, very different. Very different, right? What do you know about, there's a bar in New Orleans. Uh, it, it's called the Old Absinthe House. Hmm. And it's it's been there, I mean, I mean, it's on the old register, the register of historic places. You know, it's an old cobblestone building that looks like it's about to fall down. <laughs> um, do you know what I'm talking about? No, or? I've never been to New Orleans. But, um, really? you know, it is, yes. I haven't been there either. Oh, we no, should go. field trip coming yeah, back. Yeah, on site. <laughs> um, we, were always happy, we were always hoping Cal would make it to the Sugar Bowl. All right, so here we go. This, <laughs> this is what we know about that. Um, there's an ancient building in New Orleans in the famed it's French Quarter. The, what's that song? Well, House right. of the uh, Rising oh, yeah, Sun. Yeah, and it's uh, on the corner of Bourbon and I'm going to say this wrong because I know it's French. Bienville Streets. Bienville. I said it right? Bienville. All right. Um, it's called the Old Absinthe House. And um, it's sacred Cypress Bar was visited by all the keep the characters that we talked about. Oscar Wilde, uh, Laugh Catio Hearn. That's not how you say that, is it? Laugh Catio. I don't even know yeah. William Thackeray. Yeah, that's right. Walt Whitman. Aaron Burr. <laughs> Aaron Burr. <laughs> <laughs> I'm general, Burr. <laughs> general I'm Burr. General PGT. Uh, I'm going to. This one's wrong. Uh, Beauregard. 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 Yeah, Beauregard. And uh, anyway, that's where all these cats drank in this place. And I'm sure that that's where. Um, the uh, bijou drink that we were going to have tonight was made was was figured out. What's in the bijou? Rye and absinthe. Hmm. And uh, oh, it's served and at um, the alembic. Yeah? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, those are very good. Except the one that Alberta makes is better than the one that the alembic. is that the alembic. Yeah, just saying. <laughs> yeah, so we didn't we did know about that. Okay. It's from uh, absinthe.com. It's being helpful there with our facts, <laughs> knowledgeness. Yeah, I don't know what, what part of the wormwood they use because I'm re- reading this and I think they use like the whole plant. Hmm. You know, I can barely drink the frappe. Why? What don't you like it's about it? It's too... Um, it's too cold? It's too... Too strong. Okay. Yeah. It, it hurts. It hurts. It almost you... makes me gag. Like it hurts the back of my throat a little bit. So it sounds like you, um, I, you know, the sh- the sugar is a kind of a catalyst, you yeah. know. And actually, I don't see yours is not. You don't have enough ice. I may not put enough yeah. ice. Yeah, didn't quite loose enough. Never had anyone tell me I didn't loose enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone's reading. So or they macerate the wormwood. That's interesting. Yeah. So they, um, yeah, and they let it kind of soak. And yeah, you're right. It does look like they um, use the entire plant and fennel, of course. Yeah, and fennel, of course. That tastes like Italian sausage. Oh, see, here's the color. In one documented case, absinthe can be naturally colored red with a red flower or herb, and called a rouge <coughs> or rose absinthe. You probably just get something that's got a lot of red in it. If uh, we go back, I was at a New Year's Day party where we we're juicing a lot of things, and I'm sure they don't use. Uh, cactus pears mm. but when we juice the cactus pear everything turned amazingly bright red hmm. so oh. there's some things that you don't expect are going to have the property of giving that much color that would but hmm. there, i'm sure there are things that all of a sudden, poof. 
So an interesting thing about this, talking about historical myths, is that a 19, or excuse me, a 2005 study recreated 1899 recipes. There were three of them that they did, and they found that the using gas, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry, uh, gas mass spectrometer, the highest contained 4.3 milligrams per liter of the june the joan um and then they taste or they did they had a 1930s pernard uh tarragona and it was tested and they found that it was 1.8 milligrams per liter and so then they test a vintage 1900s bottle which had only six so kind of some you know, this, interesting facts. These things, as we go back in time, we find that the quote magic part of this is not really the magic. Mm-hmm. It's something else, and it could be found elsewhere, not just in absence. Yeah. So uh, it was part every, of the mystique. Yeah, there's a lot of things <clears throat> that um, about the mystique, things that where the Joan actually shows up, mm-hmm. and you've got to you've got to you know, uh, in looking at the list of. of possible places to find this quote drug um, it's not so present in wormwood but it's in well, it's in this other piece over here. oh it's the one that i just gave you pronoun yeah yeah so i say when we get back to the bar we have some pronoun see what happens yeah <laughs> <laughs> we'll bring this along that'll do it uh anyway so it's a uh, it's not the cause of the hallucinogens no, I still think it was the laudanum. Yeah. Although the Thujone, I mean, you know, I've spent entire evenings, days lost in the <laughs> Forest Cafe um, ch- testing out all of their various 300 absents. All for research. I'm dedicated to my research. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I have to say that, you know, upon stumbling into my hotel room and going to bed, that the dreams are really quite fascinating. But that can, you know, I mean, that might just be alcohol related. Well, it could also be <laughs> just kind of the myth taking over the reality yeah. concept. Yeah. But it is a lot of alcohol. So if you drink yeah. enough, you know, you're going to you're going to yeah, well, start seeing stuff. I mean, or the Bel- <laughs> maybe the Belgian waffles. The Bel- it could be the Belgian I mean, waffles. I've certainly had some visions. On <laughs> you know, Jägermeister. I saw little shoes running around. And I thought, oh, my God. <laughs> I've certainly had some visions on Jägermeister in the past. Yes. So. Yes. Oh. It could also be. It could also be. The uh, the people of Brussels and their penchant for uh, painting cartoons on any blank wall that's left around the city. Oh, I love that. Or the randomly peeing statues that yes. are scattered throughout the town. <laughs> well, you know, I thought that was a, I thought that was enticing people. Um, like, oh, yeah, I guess I, it I is really kind of to temptation to pee in the yeah, street. In yeah, the street. I found um, statues peeing in the street, so it's obvious. Okay for me. Yeah. Well, I also found a, a bronze statue of a dog peeing in the street. So you have mannequin piss. I I remember running into that one. You have mannequin piss and Jenica piss and Shein piss. Do you need to be enticed to pee in the street? I thought... Sometimes you have to remember. No, Brussels... Brussels... Brussels is actually very... favorite landmark is the statue of a little boy peeing. Mannequin piss. And they dress it up. Although... And you know you you found it when they're like tourists, depending on time of year. If it's pouring rain and freezing cold, they're only about three deep taking pictures of it. Mm But in the summer, it's got to be just the streets got to be shut down around there. Yeah, I would, I would think so too. I've never been there when it's warm, no. but 
it's it's amazing and the city's like yes this is us the best <laughs> the best thing about mannequin piss though is the bar across the street which is poenesha kelder i think that's how it? you say it yeah i always say poken killer but i poenesha kelder yeah Steve knows how to say it exactly. And inside are all of the costumes that have ever been put on Mannequin Piss. (laughs) And there's also a marionette stage, and they have all these little marionette puppets. I don't ever want that in a bar that I drink. Oh, no. It has a fantastic beer menu, though. It has about um, 50 beers in its beer Bible and about seven on tap rotating, and it's and but it's also the best view of mannequin piss because you're drinking beer and you're looking at the tourists and laughing at them because they're taking pictures of this peeing statue. Or the little cut out of mannequin piss that you can stand behind. Yes, and, yes. <laughs> and stick and, your head into oh, yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> right, yes. No, no, not that head. <laughs> so in our <clears throat> in our tradition of uh, of uh, beer in the movies, we're going to do absinthe in the movies. Oh. Um, so have you Moulin ever, Rouge. Moulin Rouge. Mm-hmm. That's probably the most famous modern film. It's a special effects film. It's really cool. Yeah. And Kylie Minogue was the green fairy. <laughs> she was really the green fairy. Exactly. So, um, and it oh, actually, and, and um, a mini splendor thing. And uh, <laughs> Obi-Wan Kenobi's in that film. Yes. <laughs> He's so hot. He is. Well, <laughs> and who knew he could sing? Um, and oh, that, not. Not Sir. Uh, no, Alec Guinness. No, no, no Alec Guinness was dead long before. I'm sorry, that's who I think of when I think of Obi Wan Kenobi. <laughs> well, I'm like, isn't Alec Guinness dead? How is he in Mulan Rose? That was only a couple of years ago. Like I said, it was a special effects film. <laughs> they brought him back to life. The HBO series Carnival had yes. some absinthe scenes I going on there. I loved that series. They canceled it. Oh, I know. It was very sad. Broke my heart. <sighs> I think they're making show. a movie. Good. They need yeah. to. I mean, it was, and the thing that's sad about it is never ended because it was <clears throat> on HBO. Ninety percent of the world didn't get to see it. Oh, mm-hmm. I was, I was obsessed with it. I loved it. It's called Netflix. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, you know, a lot of people don't have that either. What about? Um, did you ever see Euro Trip? Yes, I did. <laughs> well, what did you think of that film? <laughs> it was terrible, but good. Well, it was good yeah. in a terrible way. Exactly. The, the funny, Just like road trip. Well, right, and... road. But they're. You know, when they're in Amsterdam, mm-hmm. the three of them are all having different experiences. And the one guy thinks he's going to get, you know, he's going to get lucky. And he's at this most. Oh, anyway, you have to see. Doesn't he end up with a dude? No, he, no? he ends up getting, he ends up at this place. He thinks that the super sexies are going to have, he's going to have <laughs> his way with sexies. these. And it turns out he's in a, he's in a, uh, a bondage place. That's right. Okay. Maybe some people think that's super sexy. Maybe. I think you're you know, any place that you have to check your clothes in and put on a raincoat, I'm not yeah, going I'm in. I'm not going in. No. That's what? why we're not married. Raincoat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll see you guys later. Wow. Raincoat. Um, let's see. <laughs> then there's the From Hell with... with uh, Johnny Depp. I was going to say with Ted, but but he wasn't Ted. No. He could have been Ted. No. Imagine if he would have been Ted. No, let's not. <laughs> he did say whoa. <laughs> no, he didn't. No, that Are was you Ted. comparing Johnny Depp to don't, Keanu? Don't, don't do that. <laughs> wow. No, because he looks just like him in this. He looks like Ted. <laughs> For the people at home, John's holding up a piece of paper. <laughs> With a picture of Johnny internet. Depp. <laughs> but From Hell, was it was... Um, 
I thought he, I mean, he smoked opium in it, and is they that, drank a lot of gin. Is that the movie so about Jack, Jack the Ripper? Jack the Ripper, like the Wachowski brothers directed, <laughs> based on a, um, a comic book, yeah. wasn't it? A graphic novel, That's all sorry. they do is comic book movies. So. <laughs> Pretty much. Because, you know, the storyboard's already written. Yes. There's no need. <laughs> no need to draw anything. Don't need to, well, it's a, don't need to script it, because all the bubbles are there. You know? <laughs> don't need to, don't need to, to write it, because it's... Well, the Foley has to know how to uh, translate pow or shazam <laughs> yeah to like noises shazam if they're good they will what about dracula i don't remember bram stoker's yes with Stroker. winona Ryder nope. and keanu reeves there's no, there's no- and kirsten dunst as well right is the creepy little uh was that her she was one of the little vampire that you could see the veins in her yeah. yeah that still freaks me out um so that one had ted in it. Oh, that had to Yeah. That, that that's one. where I get these. <laughs> he, he, that's where he did, you know, the <clears throat> vampires are sucking on his wife, and he's like, Dude, Whoa. that is so not cool that you were <laughs> sucking on, like, my wife. And <laughs> albums did not prepare me for this. <laughs> Station! <laughs> Station. <laughs> okay, they've just turned us all off. <laughs> or they're all going, Station! They turned us off a long time ago. <laughs> Um, no, they didn't. They loved Van, okay. Van Helsing. Oh, yes. Didn't see that movie. Oh, it was great. It had Kate... Um, Winslet? No, Beckinsale? no. Yes. Kate. You, Kate, you're thinking about Underworld. No, I'm you know, thinking Van about Helsing. Van Helsing. Oh, okay. And Jack... Um, Wolverine, yeah, Hugh Jackman. Oh yeah, huge, huge Jackman. Huge Jackman. Hugh Jackman, and he's a yeah. That was a really good movie. She wields a very large sword. I hear very bad things about the monsters in that movie, though. Well, it it tried to combine too many things. There was Frankenstein the monster, and then Dracula, and and it just got over-monsterized. But, you know. So then there's this movie called Alfie that I've never seen. (gasps) I love Alfie. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Um, It's a remake, right? Yeah, it's a remake. Yeah, it's a remake, remake. and he's so cute in it. Who? Alfie? Yeah. Which one is he? He's Jude Law. Jude Law, there you go. He's very oh, not Elf. In it. <clears throat> no, not Elf. Elf. <laughs> yeah, you know what? If you watch Elf on Absinthe <laughs> while drinking Absinthe, I think that Elf is a much funnier movie. What uh, about the wall on a lot of Absinthe? That'd be pretty cool. You know, the wall on a lot of anything is pretty cool. <laughs> you don't even need a lot of anything to make the wall cool. Um, there's wall. a movie called Black Book. Oh, I've never oh, seen yeah. that one. Some, this is the list. This now is you're you, really pulling them out. This is what you get on the internet. I'm just reading them. Here's a thing called Bright Young Things that Stephen Fry. Oh, I've from, seen uh, Bright Young Things. House? No, he, Stephen he, Fry from... Uh, Wooves and Jester? Jester and yeah. Woo? I think that's right. Uh, no, um... Uh, Fry. Oh, you're thinking of the different. I'm thinking. No, you're of, thinking of, of, of uh, Jeeves and Wooster. Jeeves and Wooster. Yes. yes. Did the work with uh, what's his name from House? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh. Uh, CSI, 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 yeah, it's CSI. In, it's in CSI. Yeah, we're not going to watch, even talk about that. All right, <laughs> it does not even. We need the David Letterman window breaking thing for one of our From Hell, we already talked about the Lust for Life, 1956. That's a van movie That's about a, Van Gogh. Yeah, Van Gogh, van as they Hoch. say in Amsterdam. <laughs> uh, yeah, what do we know about Van Gogh? He, he cut off his ear. That's, that's what I was going to say. He he, everyone thinks that he went crazy from all the oxide in his paint, the lead in his paint. Not from the absinthe that he drank. Not from the, the absinthe. Syphilis. 
And the syphilis. Okay. No, the syphilis was, didn't help. <laughs> Let's see. What are we off here? Wild. Oscar Wilde movie. Also or with Wild Stephen Day. Fry. Wild at heart? No. It well, is Stephen Fry movie, that plays right? Oscar Wilde, right? It is Stephen Fry that mm. plays Wilde. Yes, exactly. Painter's Gone Wild. Painter's Gone Wild. Oh, yeah. That sounds like a movie you can make about a remodeling project. I suppose that's wild. the one thing that, um, you know, uh, in Fear and Loathing that they didn't ingest was absent. That's true, because I don't think you'd find it in Vegas of no, 1969. Or, or L.A., which from where he drove, right? So which from where he drove. Excellent English. Of course you Why, thank you. <laughs> Never end with you a preposition. Why couldn't you find absent? You so, find adrenochrome. Like, yeah. So this is why the knights that say knee wanted wanted. A shrubbery to make they, because it's because what is wormwood? It is a Mediterranean perennial herb or shrubbery plant. <laughs> now we understand that whole thing. There, when will the writer strike be over? <laughs> I think they're safe? in final negotiations. Is it safe to buy absinthe online? It's not safe to buy anything online. Don't you know that your credit card can be stolen by the robots and the spiders? <laughs> Uh, what does absinthe do to you? Makes, Makes you drunk. Yeah, pretty drunk, drunk at this pretty. point. Pre-band Pernard nod fills. Okay, we're not talking about that anymore. All right, that's it. That's all I have. Is wow. that the show? I want some more. We're out of paper. Yeah, there's quite a bit more. <laughs> Those are all the methods. There's, there's, yeah. There's, yeah. There's cowboy, which I'm having now. You just pour it in a glass. Yeah, cowboy we're going to have some cowboy. Oh, my goodness. Oh, God, John. Oh, what? So oh much. You just pour too much, John. Oh, you know what? This is damn glass. Do we have more glass. sugar cubes? Yes. Here. Because I, I would do another Czech Here. style. Oh, yeah. oh no. You're Here, wait, no, 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 no. You, you, can, you can do it yourself. Pour yeah. it into yeah, but the glass. Yeah, but where's the glass? I'm right going to dump some of it. Right there behind oh, okay. the water bottle. Oh, yeah, it's uh, hidden. Do I need to clean it up? No. I think you'll be all right. I'm just trying to get the sugar out of the bottom of my glass. Probably good. There you go. That's still a lot. Oh, yeah. So how long did it take you to amass this very impressive body of knowledge about Africa? Well, you know, the wonderful thing about going to a place like Flora's Cafe, as you know, because you've been to the Delirium Cafe, is and that there is the a Bible. And look the no, it's going to open at 8, and our train's at 8.45. We can't go. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's an absinthe Bible. And um, while most of it is in French, Steve and I did, through, after many, many glasses of absinthe, managed to translate most of it. That's and a reason to learn French right there. That, um, that is where we first saw the uh, molecular composition. And, you know, we talked to Pierre and he explained to us through Joan content and all the ways of serving it. And, um, I don't like cowboy. Steve had a very – Steve had one called The Essence of Darkness, which has the highest amount of thujone, um that is made. Okay. In absinthe, and it's served Czech style, just like that, and um, he survived. So out of out of, you said there's about three hundred there. There are about three hundred there. Yeah. Uh, from place of origin, how do they break down? Mostly French, okay, and um, some Czech, Swiss, Spanish. There's some, some Dutch. Canadian. There's yeah, some really Canadian. Is all over Europe, yeah. I mean, it's very common in Europe. Now, the one um, in the absinthe bar that we went to in Amsterdam, it was just Dutch. They didn't have a very good selection, and they only served it the um, with some with water and sugar. And you didn't have a fountain; they just made it for you. So I would assume 
if most of them are French, there's got to be some place in Paris. That would- yes. You just have to find the absinthe bar. I'm sure if you Googled absinthe bar in Paris, you would get a list. Excellent. Mm-hmm. It would come back in. I even Googled absinthe bar in like Saigon and I got a hit. We just never really? made it to that hotel. Yeah. yeah. So, you know. Nothing you can, like Vietnamese absinthe. Well, Their wine's it's probably French. French. The wine's delicious. So. Oh, you know, they usually serve the wine with a um, preserved plum. But that's a different beer school show. That's a, that's a different creature. <laughs> well, it does, together. Look, it does look like it's a, a octopus or a starfish reaching down into the... Abyss. Cool. All right. Check style number two. You can just put it on the table. So, Mike, what do you think of all this? Well, so far, it's been it's been pretty amazing watching the. uh, You know, right now I'm actually watching the uh, the jellyfish grow. The jellyfish grow. The separation of the the louche. Louche. The louche. The louche and the uh, absinthe on top, and it's been. um, it's been quite a delightful experience, actually. Got um, a really good nose. It's just amazing to see it, how it's been changing over time, mm-hmm. and it brings out the green herbal essences. Yes. Um, Is it okay right. to swirl it like this? Yes. Sure. You're supposed to. Yeah, it's part of the tradition. Yep. Of it. I wasn't sure if it was you know, kind of like a black and tan. You just kind of just love the separation, right. but it's just really gorgeous. I want to talk about uh, where we where everyone can find. The, Absinthe. Okay. Uh, I know that in all those places we just talked about, France, Switzerland, mm-hmm. Germany, Italy. Brussels. Brussels. Amsterdam. Amsterdam. You can pretty much fall down and find absinthe. Yeah. Actually, if you fall down, you probably won't be able <laughs> to. stumble around and find yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, the idea is it's, it's available in your country. And I know we have quite a few listeners in those places that are like, yeah, 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 we know all this. Yeah. <laughs> in the States, I think you can go to your local BevMo. Okay. And find um, the French and Swiss uh, imported absinthe. <clears throat> but I think that St. George only has a very limited distribution. Or you can go direct to their distillery mm-hmm. in Alameda, California, and so, pick it up. Is there anywhere once on a the quarter internet you can get it? Because I know, being from Louisiana, we don't have BevMo. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Um, there's a place that doesn't have yes. BevMo? Wow. I've never seen it. Is there a liquor barn? So, um, I know in Kentucky they have liquor barns. or I think. BevMo used to be liquor barn here, or roughly, because there was a place called Liquor Barn. Yeah. But the um, idea is is that... Um, Probably start, just a good it's liquor gonna start, store. Well, it's gonna, yeah, your, your finer liquor store will have it. Um, I know that the French stuff is being... They're rapidly getting it in distribution all over the United States. Mm-hmm. I, it's a it's it's a cool bottle. It's black and it's got the sharp green around it. Mm. It's really mm. kind of cool. I wish we would have had it, but uh, you know our mixologist was uh. missing. <laughs> caught in Sacramento. Oh, I was almost caught. In, I would have been caught in Sacramento. But that's a whole different story about chains <laughs> and snow. Um, yes. Were you there for first the day St. George when yes, they were releasing this? I was. Can you tell us a little bit about this? Because we have the red stamp on this bottle. Oh, uh, yes. I was actually there when that bottle was bought. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I actually had to phone in buying that <clears throat> bottle. We <laughs> showed up. So St. George opened early on December 21st, which is also the winter solstice for those of you. 
who are a, aware of that. It was a or Thursday worship or that God. It was a it was a Friday, <laughs> and um, luckily my company had a holiday. Our winter holiday started that day, so we. Um, Took some, we we got in line at ten thirty in the morning. The place opened at eleven. There was already a line halfway through the parking lot by the time we got there. It wow. took us an hour and a half wow. to get in because they were letting ten people in at a time. There were news helicopters. There were reporters. <laughs> there were people taking pictures. Right. Um, well, the the photos that I saw, which were from one o'clock on. The line We're was out the parking out, lot. Out the parking lot, around the building. Yep. It was like this huge, long it was, line. It was crazy. And so, you know, we trooped inside, and um, we actually ended up buying a case of <laughs> absinthe. Um, and uh, then there was the tasting room where you could um, pay to have a taste of the absinthe as well. They were selling T-shirts. They brought in extra people to man the doors and run the cash registers. Uh, you could also, of course, buy their ODVs and their Aqua Perfectas, mm-hmm. which are excellent as well. Their um, whiskeys and apple brandies. Anytime. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, most most people were there for the absinthe. <laughs> so you, you were just driving up. I have to get my Aqua V. I, uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I'm whole, all out of raspberry. The whole so. story of St. George Distillery is very interesting. Where the uh, I took a tour with my friend's homebrew club probably almost 10 years ago now. And he explained why I came here for law school. And I thought, well, California, with all this delicious fruit, you must have many aquavita. Yeah. <laughs> yep. so uh, None. What? What uh-huh. are you talking about? Out with law school, in with distilling. <laughs> <laughs> and thank goodness for all of us that yes. he did, because we get to reap the reward. So um, I think that we eventually left, uh, left St. George left at about 12.30. No, we left about 12.30, and we then went to Lost Canyon, which is a winery in Oakland, and proceeded to do a tasting and bought six bottles of wine. And then we went home. Okay. Yes. (laughs) Because Fenris was lonely. Yes, yes. The dog (laughs) needed to be let out, you know. (laughs) So that was quite an experience. We actually saw, right as we were leaving, we saw Brendan at the end of the line, and we're like, well, good luck, dude, (laughs) from uh, Thirsty Bear. Uh, Good luck with that. We hope Excellent. you get in. <laughs> Speaking of Brendan, he's going to be – we'll have him on Beer School soon. Great. He's going to talk all about his – the changes that he's made at Thirsty Bear. So it'll be exciting to hear about that. Very cool. Brendan is a great brewer. Indeed. And a fine rugby player as well, I've heard. <laughs> I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> I would be interested – I'm going to go home if I remember – uh, to search online for the local news coverage with the helicopters. <laughs> <laughs> We're above Alameda right now. <laughs> Why? Oh, there's absinthe being sold. I thought that was illegal. Oh, it's... That's why there's helicopters flying over. What about the children? What about the children? I can't imagine as like a 14-year-old deciding I wanted to get drunk. Drinking that and thinking, drinking absinthe. I'll have some more. Yeah. <laughs> well, first of all, your parents would probably kill you. Yeah, because... probably so. <laughs> well, this was just to put this in perspective. This was eighty bucks for this bottle. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yes. And 
which is not the most expensive bottle of anything that I've ever bought. I mean, it's 60% alcohol. So, I mean, that's about right, you know? Good bottle of scotch should cost about the same thing. Yeah. And a good bottle, an amazing bottle of tequila tequila will cost about. You know, this is where this this is where tequila gets really interesting. Mm -hmm. Mezcal, bourbon. Um, To give it perspective, the price of a glass of absinthe at the florist is usually about four. No, it's like six to six euros and above, which is like eleven bucks. So that's that's about right for a shot of alcohol, you know. Well, no, but that's like going that's like going to that's like going to Tommy's. Yeah, and getting a decent getting sipping tequila to go with your cigar. uh, El Himidor or um, Jose Cuervo. Mm But part Family of that, reserve. Yes. Part of that is also the horrible <laughs> exchange rate right now. Yes. It's like a buck forty to a euro. I, I mean, think. a couple of years ago, I went when a euro was eighty-five cents. That's the time That's to when go. You feel like a king yeah. <laughs> or a queen. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like some of this. I'm paying with my American dollars here, mm-hmm. and now it's like, oh god. And when you said that, I just, I just wanted to cry. Is <laughs> it that bad? <laughs> All right. Well, the homework is beer. <laughs> the homework is beer. Sorry, you, you, you've conditioned me, John. Absinthe. The homework is beer. The homework is there's no homework this year. Check out the Flores Cafe's website. There you go. And go see St. George's website. Check yeah. out the video. Or find the nearest absinthe to you. <laughs> go to absinthe on the net and order up your fountain set. There you go. There you go. Nice run. Absinthe on the net. I think I hear a sponsor in the making. Or just just order some uh, Heart Club Diamond and Spade shaped sugar cubes sure. for your morning coffee. He sells them in bulk. That's how. That's <laughs> <laughs> Motor's other job. <laughs> I carve them. <laughs> Nobody knows teeth? that. I actually get the sugar cubes from CNH and I sit at home all day and I carve them into little shapes. Well, CNH does manufacture sugar just right here, so. Yeah, over there. Mm-hmm. Crockett, California. I, I'm, I'm serious. It's by the way. Chevron, because yeah, that's where yep. sugar it, should be made. Right, right, <laughs> next to, right next to gas. And what does there CNH stand for? California and Hawaii. California and Hawaii. Yep. It's, and it's like great. As, as you ride by on the train, you go literally through the middle of the plant. And there are these gigantic vats that say things like caustic acid and ammonia and everything else. Mm, you first go, you get the sugar, mm, then you get the money, know, then now, you get the women. Now I know why it's so white. It's like Louisiana. Our greatest exports are sugar and oil. Not necessarily together. <laughs> well, it depends on what you're into. Well, if you don't want the car to run, put the sugar in the oil. <laughs> well, Is that... I think that's it. Think, a show? I think we only have one last thing to say on beer school, and that is... Class dismissed! Ping pong. Ping pong. <laughs> we, were listening, we were listening to some song last night at uh, the Elizabeth Street Brewery, where there was a, the, the whole synthesizer was ping pong balls and it sounded like it was a ping pong ball on wood and it was no it wasn't that it's sort of a noise yeah it's pretty cool
Well, thank you for coming. Out. Sure, that's fun. It was really fun. You know a lot more about this than, than I do. <laughs> <laughs> I did spend a lot of time reading that Bible. And you know, you remember things when you're like, ah, that word means conjugate, conjugate. Okay, yeah. got it, got it, got it. <laughs> well, like, you know, when I was putting this, when I was going through this, I was, you know, this has been, came up with the idea, well, on December, you know, prior to this. So it's been a while. Mm-hmm. So I've been reading about this and studying up and. Well, the focus groups that we gather together. <laughs> yeah. I actually, I like it with the eyes. I like it frappe style. You know, it's it's really weird too because it, it really does kind of numb that the outer edge of the tongue and actually even the roof of my mouth a little bit, which hmm. is shocking. I can't drink it for a base. Yeah, I like it with the sugar. I like it a little sweet. Yeah, I think That's it's my long like history it. of living a life where I drank about Chantres. a half a bottle of Jaeger and then. Oh yeah. Wow. And it's it's similar. It is similar. Yeah, no, I agree. Mixed it's with less. It's the less cough syrupy. Discovered at the same oh, chartreuse and Jaeger. Chartreuse that tastes like Not a freshly mowed time. lawn, doesn't it? Yeah, chartreuse is weird. Freshly, freshly is the key. Freshly it's, mowed and it's lawn. green. Yep. Yeah. Well, it's, it's chartreuse. The color yeah, is named color. after the drink. Yeah. 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 The color of this absinthe is actually really beautiful. Just that yeah. kind of that. It's greenish brownish. Mm-hmm. Really sweet, actually. Really, it looks like it's been infused with if herbs. If you stabbed a tree, yeah. it might bleed that color. So, do you have a favorite absinthe? I do. Uh, you know, the thing is, the the hard thing about, you know, just randomly picking an absinthe out of a Bible yeah. is that you don't really remember when it is that you're drinking. <laughs> right. And my judgment. It's like the same thing where you get those thousand beer. Yeah, uh, the 2,000, you know, 2,800 yep. beer Bible. You're like, uh, that one. Sure. The description sounds great. I don't know what it's called. I like but. the label. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly the same way with wine. It's why it's so important to, like, when you go up to the winery. Yes. You have an actual memory of it. And, exactly. And been there versus. You know, like yep. being at a restaurant or going somewhere. You know, there's a place down the street from here that has a million French wines, and you pick it. it, it <laughs> it's, it's hard. It's really hard unless you have a, an Amy, association. Me, me, yeah. Me, me. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but and you know, the other frustrating thing about the Bible, the Absinthe Bible, is that it's half English, half French. So after a while, you could tell that he just got sick of translating. (laughs) So then the descriptions turn to French, and you're like, oh, Jesus. I am sick of translating. (laughs) And, you know, there's all this louche quality and how long it takes and how long you can, before the flavor starts to break down too much and all of this. It's very detailed, absinthe Bible. So is there just the one brew, or I guess distiller here in the United States? Yeah. Just Solono? Yes. Okay. And just... Just two others that are being imported. Imported, okay, as far so as I know. Got, so we've got three, and there's 300 over in France. Yeah. Right. And, they're yeah. Just, and everybody's and frantically that, working on this because they're looking at St. George going, 80 bucks a bottle? Yeah. <laughs> and they're selling out in yeah. like a day. Yeah. Right. You know, like three, 300 wow. bottles or something like that. Oh, it's that. way more than 300 I, bottles. I don't 300 think. cases. 300 yeah. cases yeah. Yeah. in so like a day. If you bottles and you bought a case, then you have like, <laughs> what, 9% yeah, of the production. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> We're probably the reason why they put a three-bottle limit on Sunday's release. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, saw your, I saw your picture in there behind the register. <laughs> Helicopters were there for you. Yeah. <laughs> I had on my devil hat and green fairy shirt. <laughs> so you are really the green fairy. 
<laughs> I guess so. Yes. Except you're not no, wearing... I'm the green fairy. No, I'm the green fairy. <laughs> I am green not fairy. the green fairy. <laughs> You haven't been in town long enough. Yeah, they, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know when Mary, when uh, when Brown, when Willie Brown was the mayor of of San Francisco, he wanted to put more ferries into the bay. That was the headline in the Cron. Oh, John! <laughs> uh, what will the writers strike be over? <laughs> uh, I did walk past the shop window on Polk. Street recently, uh-huh. Polk and Jackson. That's about yeah. where I live. Uh-huh. And there's a like what used to be a shoe store where they would have shoes in the window, and there were just photos of naked gay men. It's like fantastic. Polk and Jackson. This is where I moved. Yeah, yeah Polk, no, further, further down, further yeah. down. I think it must have been further <laughs> it was, down. It was, it was I'm like Polk. <laughs> Polk and Jackson is the cheese shop. Hey, it's yeah. new to me. <laughs> That's a nice part of town, Polk yeah. and Jackson. Yeah, and, and my stories are not suitable for podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not toast. I'm not doing a radio toast. No, I'm no radio toast. toast exactly. Whoa. Check stuff. <laughs> No, I'm good. I no, have just good. enough left. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Here, I'll, I'll here dump some of that. No, no, no. Oh, Yours. What? Mine? Yeah. No, I don't know. Got a lot. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. He's good. He's good. You're good. What are you complaining about? Stop. You're all luged up. <laughs> You're all luged up. That's why I call it luged up. Yeah. yeah. Because as soon as you have enough, you want to get on the luge. luge. I don't really feel like that at all. Oh. Uh, like okay. I said, here I come. <laughs> hey, kid. Hey, kid. Hey, kid. <laughs> 